Welcome to another episode of Passing Stones with John and Spencer. Uh, John, today's guest, uh, bus driver extraordinaire. Uh, I don't really know what I'll say about him because I'm like really just passing the first initial stones right here with him. But John, what do you have to say about this guy? You know, his name's Cameron, but his name is also Alice. Oh, Cameron mm-hmm. or Alice. Uh-huh. <laughs> There's a huge story behind this. We were uh, shotgun shooting one time and... I wasn't hitting anything, and he wasn't hitting anything, mm-hmm. so when we were throwing the skeet, I was like, hit it, Alice, and then, I think he hit it on that time, but I don't remember. Anyway, but ever... It was just destined to be there. Yeah. There's no other way to... But ever since, I, I always call him Alice. So oh, man. He's also a bus driver with me, and uh, we do a lot of funny stuff oh, man. as we're out driving, but he's a good guy. That's good. And so, uh, Cameron, Cameron McCurdy, or Alice, uh, welcome onto the program. Thank you. Appreciate it. Excited to be here. <laughs> so I guess my first question is actually, uh, how do you feel about your nickname, Alice? You know, I just, you just got to embrace it. There's no yeah. other way to, to go about it. I mean, it's just, that's what was happening today. <laughs> I wasn't hitting anything as far as <laughs> shotgun shooting goes. And so I just kind of took the brunt of it and accepted that Alice was just how, how's it, how it was going to be, so... Because you hit it on Alice. Mm-hmm. It was just destined. destined. It, was, it was destined at that point. And, well, he also gave me a nickname, and we also gave two of our other friends nicknames, too. So, I mean, you guys had those nicknames previously, but... Yeah, we just kind of call each other randomly, though, so it wasn't really assigned, but now at this point, they're <laughs> assigned nicknames, and you're a specific person now, yep. so... Oh, man. But I kind of feel like, maybe even beyond the nickname, maybe you're supposed to go and find Alice. You ever thought of that? Oh, my gosh. You know, that would be kind of weird because then there'd be two Alice's. <laughs> and Alice I, I and feel Alice. Like, I feel like I could Alice be the only Alice. one. So if I found another Alice, it would just, just have to change her name. So <laughs> call her Cameron. Oh, my God, yes. Yes. It had to be so, I'm just thinking that. Like, I mean, because you did hit it right on there, right? Like, you nailed it on uh, when he said Alice. You hit the skeet. And so I'm just thinking, man, like, it could be your nickname and then also just your destiny, either way. Like, and if not, it could be a child. Yeah, future you know, child. Yeah, you know, we'll just don't hit that Alice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're not going to hit that Alice. <laughs> I hit the skeet, got Alice, that's all we needed. That's as far as it's going to go. Oh, man. <laughs> well, I mean, that that's good. And I mean, this podcast is going to go, it's going to go even further than that, than just a nickname, right? Mm-hmm. And just the reason behind it. And so with that, we want to get to know the man behind the title of Alice, who's really Cameron, mm-hmm. Cameron McCurdy. And we just want to know, where are you from? I am from a little town in Idaho, uh, a little town called Grace. Grace, um, Idaho. Do you know, oh, do you know Stephanie Stoddard? Yes. I and Grace Woods? Yeah. Oh, look at that. There's stones being passed right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cool. You. Wait, who were they? Um, I trained Stephanie on my mission. And then she introduced me to race. She thought that he was inactive. So in the visitor center, we would call people. So I called him and like was just trying like to get him to go to church. And he, after like a couple of weeks, he was like, I love that you're calling me, but I don't get it. Like I, I'm active. And I was like, oh, I just, Stephanie was just thinking about you. Like, I don't know. Because they dated in high school, and now they're both married and whatever, but <laughs> then I, like, I hung out with Race, like, once after my mission. It's really awkward. <laughs> but he's really cool. We're friends oh, on Instagram. Well, hey, look at that. Are you guys friends on Instagram, too? Uh, no. I mean, they're... I didn't know them too well. I just knew that uh, they were, you know, around. Mm-hmm. I know their families decently well, and so it's... Yeah, we weren't... I never really talked to them that much, but... 
Okay. I do know of them, and it's that's just how Grace is. Grace yeah. is just a, it's the center it's of the world song. for some reason. <laughs> you wow. either you meet wow. people. <laughs> not that it's of any importance. It's just if you go around anywhere in the world, you're gonna find somebody who's just like, oh, I know someone from there. Do you know this person? I'm like, well, there's only about a thousand people in the town, so yeah, so, yes, I know I them. Do. <laughs> uh-huh. I know, I Probably know went to school name. with them, and you know, maybe even dated their cousin. Who knows? <laughs> <There you go. laughs> oh man. That's kind of how Linden is, I guess, for me, but specifically just with my family. Like, my family is pretty much the people that live in Linden. Yeah, the Italians. Yeah, the Italians. That's kind of just like our clan, our neck of the woods right there. But I love how you said that. Grace, Idaho is the center of the world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, it happens that way. <laughs> yeah. And I like, I mean, we didn't even have to ask you. Like, you already told us what it was like growing up in Grace. <laughs> it yep. is perfect. And then, like, uh, we, we always like to give our hometowns nicknames. So I'm from the city of Dreamsland in Utah. I'm from Bountiful, the, the land of plenty. Every time, I don't know why. I always want to say the city of plenty, so maybe I should switch it to the city yeah. of plenty. It's always work. It's always interchangeable. It's the land of plenty. Yeah. I was, I was a chubby kid growing up, so <laughs> I, was, I was always plentiful. Well, I'm mean, still a chubby kid, but uh, I always had, a, had enough food to go around. Yeah. Yeah. Always plenty. It was plentiful. Yes. yes. Down there in Bountiful. But yes. with yours, we already, we already know. You already named it. Yeah. yeah. Center you, of the world. Center, center of the world. Of the world Grace Idaho. We'll stick with that one. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, and I think it's cool. I think like that really did help us just even kind of get to know like what it was like for you um, growing up and whatnot. But I do, I do have one question. Like if it's, it's a Friday night in Grace, Idaho, and uh, you got nothing to do, no tests coming up in school, no like work or anything else what are you doing on that friday night you know with coming coming from a small town there's not much to do you kind of have to make up your own fun um so really it's just friday because we only had so at grace high school there's only a four-day school week oh wow wow. we only went from monday (laughs) through thursday but there's a catch we went from eight in the morning till four o'clock in the afternoon ah which time as an as a high school student like i look back on it i'm like well that's really not that bad because what else are you gonna do (laughs) especially in a small town in grace like there's not much else you're gonna do other than you know your basketball practice or something after school (laughs) and so it was really nice to be able to have fridays off like we had friday saturday sunday three-day weekend every week that's sick yeah (laughs) everybody's you know wishing that they had four-day school week but it was always funny when we were like, oh, we have to go to school on Friday. Like, it was just, <laughs> it was always a dreadful thing. But, I don't know, a lot of the stuff that we did was usually outside or, you know, driving around. Um, a few of the things I remember is we would go, we would call what we call Maverick Runs. We'd okay. just go to the local Maverick, but there's not one in Grace. You had to drive 30 minutes for it, so it was always oh a trip. <laughs> oh, really? It's like, you, you always were like, hey, let's go make a Maverick Run. And it's like, okay, well, All right. know, that's what we're doing. Seems like at least an hour and twenty to yeah. vacation. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That was your night. That was your night. You were going to Maverick just to grab a drink and a snack, and you were headed back to town because there was not much time other than that. Oh man, that's actually kind of a stone that we have though. So I'm glad that we brought that up. But so in my hometown, like, I mean, there's there's a Maverick that's a lot closer than thirty minutes. It's about like a five minute walk, uh-huh. but. Uh, that's what a lot of people would do on their Friday nights. They're actually like drag races that usually happen right there on State Street. You would see just all all the brothers from the hood of Linden. <laughs> they would show up there. Usually it would just be like, you know, they have their uh, little rice rocket cars uh-huh. and yeah. hoods are up and whatnot. <laughs> They're all showing it off. And then you just hear the, the rice burning all the way down the street. Did you smell it too? Oh, yeah. It was, it was strong. Every it was time. strong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we would, that's a lot of things we do. We drag Maine. Like, that sounds something that you'd do in the 80s, but that's really all there is to do in Grace. That's the only thing. Um, drag Maine with the windows down. Yeah. I mean, there's... I remember when I got my 
but the first car that I personally bought by myself, it had a it had a muffler problem, so it sounded super uh, loud. Oh yeah, and so it's another stone. You're <laughs> <it was> like, <laughs> <laughs> just like all the kids who thought that they were super tough. Like all you had to do is rev your engine on your little '97 Honda Accord, and they were yeah. like, "Oh, maybe he's actually fast. Maybe we shouldn't race." Him. <laughs> so I got out a lot of trouble with that one. Luckily. Oh man! But man, it was fun. <laughs> yeah. See, I drove a Ford Taurus for a while that had a hole in its muffler, and it honestly sounded like it was a diesel truck. So it didn't sound necessarily fast, but boy, did it sound powerful. Oh, yeah. Or like a lawnmower. Yeah. Either one, yeah. Yeah, depending on the day. Yep. If it was cold enough, then it sounded like a lawnmower. Yep. <laughs> on a good day, man, you were... Oh, man. Everyone heard you in town. Yep. <laughs> yeah. But, John, I don't know. Do you have a sound with that, too? Any Both one of, of them, those actually. Oh, so, <laughs> it was a Maverick, but we had Common Sense, which was right down the road, where mm, both... Yeah. The poor man's Maverick. Uh, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but we had Common Sense going there. True, so. true. <laughs> had something going for you. And, yeah. and if you paid with cash, we had Common Sense, we would just pass it around, you know, to the whole, everybody. And right, they, yeah. They could use it when they went back in to go buy a candy bar or something. Yeah, Commonwealth. Yeah, uh-huh, exactly. <laughs> but, so, we always hung out there, and then also, my car that I have now, as soon as I bought it, it was like three days after the muffler fell off oh man and so not only did the muffler start falling off but then the rest of it started falling off the mid pipe fell off so there was literally nothing so there was nothing to muffle the sound because it came right off the block oh. and it was loud i bet <laughs> I, can oh, I, pulled, I pulled up dude i went to go pick up a girl for a date once and her brother walked out and was like man i could hear you coming from a mile away oh, and he man. said what race are you and i was like eh, well Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave it at that one. Yeah. My goodness. So, were you just always blasting like the song Tokyo Drift in your car? Uh, at that point, you do drive oh, a Subaru. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> all-wheel drive, and then I uh, I tuned it up a little bit so it was quick. And so yeah, Tokyo Drift. Oh my gosh! Yeah, just everybody either heard the muffler or. So, exactly. yeah. <laughs> but, um, so anyway, Cameron, Yes. oh man, I just, you know, I feel like we are getting to know each other pretty well here. I'm glad that uh, we all have that stone to pass mm-hmm. and, uh, mm-hmm. we do want to get to know you just a little bit better. And so I, I came up with the get to know you question of the, of the week. And so my question for you today, Cameron is if your life were a movie, what would the title be? And who would star as you? Wow, that's a <laughs> that's a big question. Yeah. I mean, some of the titles that I can think of off the top of my head is uh, "Running About with Your Head Cut Off." Like, <laughs> it seems like you know, life is well, like a chicken, crazy, almost. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that'd be the subtitle. Like a chicken. Like a chicken. Uh, <laughs> or maybe no, we'll just, do, we'll just do, that's the title. That's the title, it's Like a Chicken. Like a Chicken. Like a Chicken, subtitle, running around with your head cut off. <laughs> no, life is just like, it's just it's just a big learning process. Like, there's no, and it's just, there's times where it's super confusing. You really don't know what, what to do, but it always comes through. Like, there's, you know, if you're trying to do your best at whatever you're doing, whether it's school or you're just trying to be a good person, there, it always comes around that you're going to eventually figure out what you're going to do. Um, so, yeah, I mean, like, probably the actual title I'd probably name is, um, oh man, I don't know, probably just have to go with something autobi- autobiographical, like, 
the life of Cameron McCurdy or something. The life of Cameron McCurdy. Because there's really, yeah, I just, uh, there's nothing really creative that I can think up of right now. But man, who would star as me? That's something I've never really thought of. Um, I mean, I think Chris Pine's a good dude. Chris Pine? Mm-hmm. I can see that too. Chris Pine yeah. is Cameron McCurdy. I like let's this. Let's do that. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Let's, yeah, let's just give him a call. Yeah, I'll, I'll, just, I'll just call him up real quick and be like, hey, we're yeah. doing this uh, autobiography <laughs> film, and it's just, you know, we really think that you fit the part. <laughs> yeah. Chris, Pine, we, or Chris Pine, we need uh, sponsors, so go yes. ahead and just go ahead and sponsor us. If you can even get the whole Star Trek Enterprise to sponsor <laughs> us, we would appreciate it. <laughs> but <laughs> You guys kind of look like each other. Yeah. No way. Yeah. That's what I was thinking, too. <laughs> a Chris Pine, we've had a Josh Groban lookalike, a Chris mm-hmm. Pine lookalike. And, uh, uh, anybody else? I don't know, probably. Uh, I don't think so. Yeah, we'll see later. But, um, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I do, I like that. So, once again, it's an autobiography, The Life of Cameron McCur- McCurdy, or Like a Chicken, uh, running around with your head cut off, because life is, it's hard, it's hard to figure out sometimes. Mm-hmm. I will say, also, it should be narrated by Morgan Freeman. Yes. Always. Well, that's any movie. That's yeah. Really yeah. Any movie should be narrated, narrated <laughs> by Morgan Freeman. Oh, yeah. You need to clone him so that, like, throughout the rest of time, movies can be narrated by yeah. him. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But, um, you know, I think, for me personally, my movie would be, it would be called It's Not a Joke. <laughs> and, and, you know, but the reason why, like, you know, uh, like, uh, we had Gibson Smith on once, uh, I think it's episode four, but Gibson and I did, like, a YouTube sketch comedy show, and mostly it was, like, people in our, in our singles wards that were watching it, <laughs> but what was kind of weird, like, this happened to Gibson in that, um, they... <laughs> This guy came up, uh, talking to him in church, and then Gibson, like, he was, I don't know what it was, like, he had to go to the bathroom, but he didn't know where it was for some reason, so he kept asking the guy, like, hey, do you know where the bathroom is? The guy would not stop laughing, like, thought it was so funny, like, Gibson, that's a good one! <laughs> Gibson's like, I'm not trying to tell a joke, I really gotta pee! <laughs> they just, like, kept going on, and then things like, I got recognized for my voice on the radio, and, like, UPR and other things like that, and people were like, man, so funny! It's like, great, so I have to find myself, like, is that, so I want my movie to just be said, it's not a joke, and, uh, it, it'll be taken seriously, and in order for that to happen, I think Jim Carrey is just going to have to play me. Okay. And yeah. <laughs> I think that's a good one. All right. He'll have to do his best to, t- keep, to keep it serious. <laughs> exactly. And that's the challenge. Uh, challenge. <laughs> but it will be a success if it all pans out. Oh, yeah. And that's, how, that's why it has to be Jim Carrey, mm-hmm. in my opinion. If people are going to take me seriously, they first got to take Jim Carrey seriously. And I've always said that. So anyway, <laughs> Kenzie looks a little bit concerned at that statement. I have always said that. <laughs> yeah. And don't you deny it. Yeah. <laughs> but John, what about you? Oh, one of the things that I say, I actually haven't ever told anybody this, but I say this to myself all the time. My life is in shambles. <laughs> so that would be the name of it. <laughs> <laughs> my life is Just in my life is in shambles because I never know what I'm doing with my dang life. Yeah. And then subtitle would be, I'm a bus driver. I have a CDL. <laughs> right. Don't worry, guys. I have a Class B CD. Class B. With two endorsements. Two endorsements. Well, actually three, because I also have a motorcycle endorsement. So Hey, even yeah. better. But, uh, yeah, my life is, uh, I mean, it's always up in the air. I've always flown by the seat of my pants. Mm-hmm. And I've always thought, I think as a child, you look forward and it's like, oh, at some point in my life, I will know what I'm doing. But I think I forgot to couple it with the fact that I have to actually decide what I'm doing to know what I'm doing. And I still haven't done that. So 
My life is in shambles. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> but, so then who would play you? Oh. Jack Black. Jack Black? Yeah. 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 He's the definition of shambles. Like. <laughs> he really is. <laughs> but he's successful, too. Yeah, exactly. So, so it makes it work. Because, yeah, first I was thinking, like, Jared from Subway, because clearly <laughs> that guy is in shambles. <laughs> but we're not even going to go there. No, Because uh-uh. that's not the kind of shambles you're in. It's nope. the Jack Black nope. kind of shambles. And shamble. there are no stones past there. So. Yeah, well, thank goodness. <laughs> However, if Subway Sandwich did want to sponsor us, we'd be happy to accept it. We would it. be the new Jared. Yeah. We would. Oh, for sure, in a heartbeat. And that is the only stone we will ever pass with Jared, is a Subway endorsement. So mm-hmm. please, Subway... Let's make that happen. Mm-hmm. Other than that, Jared, or Jared, whatever your name is, you, you are where you're supposed to be. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you stay in the shambles. But anyway, I guess that could be it. My life is in shambles. Uh, the redemption of John Downing. Mm-hmm. All right. I like it. That's but, a good one. Yeah. Anyway. With Jack Black. With Jack Black. But anyway, I mean, I guess even going back to Jared is, I mean... What obviously not socially appropriate. Uh-huh. And no, uh, not at all. Not at all. And that that is actually our next segment here is uh, what is socially appropriate. And so with that, uh Swedish John here, he came up with the is it okay to scenario for the week and uh John, you wanna you wanna explain it and get yeah. it going? So what I do here, I'll wait for just a second. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what we do is I'll ask you a question I'll give okay. you a scenario and then you just have to tell me if it's socially appropriate or not and it can be like me I always say everything socially appropriate because I think I find humor in everything so you can but just take with it what you will and uh, personalize it All right. but do you know what this is that's a jandal yes it is a jandal <laughs> also known as a Jerusalem cruiser right? yes okay so I wear these everywhere same. Everywhere, <laughs> I, I, I wear them on the bus. I do too, and it specifically says in the policy that we're supposed to read that I didn't read that we're not supposed to wear them because I don't oh. care. I don't care anyway. Well. But um, with these, is it okay to wear these any time of the year? Yes. Thank I think, you. I think it's okay oh. to wear those any time of the year. I mean, okay, yeah, your feet might get a little bit cold, but and maybe a little wet sometimes. <laughs> yeah, but it's the convenience of wearing the jandal that allows you to just go exactly. anywhere. Exactly. Like I don't want to have to put on these nice shoes all the time. Like, oh, I want to go do this. Like, I'm just gonna slip on the jandals, run out the door, and get in the car. Like, I'm not running through the snow. I'm not trudging through water. I'm I'm in somewhere dry most of the time. The place that I'm going. <laughs> yes. Thank you. And because people always give me crap. <laughs> And like, why do you wear those? It's cold outside, your feet are wet. And I'm like, you want to know why I wear them? Because I don't have to bend over to put them on. Yeah. <laughs> slide your feet right in them. Oh, man. It's the convenience. It really is. Yes. So convenience makes it okay. It's mm-hmm. a Machiavellian uh, belief right there. Mm-hmm. That the ends justify the means. Mm-hmm. And so, <laughs> I mean. So it doesn't matter if you develop hypothermia because your feet are cold. Right. It's you never had to bend over. Yeah, exactly. all the <laughs> But I guess I <laughs> I struggle with able to bend over after getting hyper- <laughs> up with hypothermia. I mean, you're just gonna be in bed all the time anyway. Exactly. So you're gonna have to wear the genitals at that point. So yeah. Just start now. <laughs> no, I, no point in waiting. I get that. <laughs> here's here's the one thing though with me. Um, one, I don't like my feet. So with socks, I'm okay with it actually. Like wearing genitals, and I think that's for any time of the year. 
I don't like staring at people's feet. Like, I'm honestly not a very big fan of sandals in general for that mm-hmm. reason, unless you're wearing socks with it. Like, people mock, like, the socks with sandal thing. I think, no, cover up your toes. Nobody yeah. wants to see them. Yeah. My personal opinion. The other thing with the sandals are specifically, like, jandals and, well, chanclas in particular. I have, like, some post-traumatic stress with that. <laughs> really? Let's hear Just this. a little bit. So, my grandma isn't, like, Latina, but she's from Italy, right? And, um, yeah, she always she wore sandals, right? And we knew the exact reason why. Those things would go flying across the room at any time when you were in trouble. <laughs> Even still. So, I'm a little bit afraid <laughs> of the jandals. So, I do think it's appropriate to wear it any time of year, for sure. However, I do have a little bit of a fear with them. Okay. And, yeah, just honestly, like, if there were people playing on my grandma's lawn growing up, she would always whip off the sandal and start yelling, get off of my lawn. (laughs) (laughs) And it, yeah, it was, I don't know, it's just, it's a little scary. I will agree with you, though. I have maybe worn jandals twice without socks, and I hate it. (laughs) I know, so I wear socks everywhere with that's, them. That was my. I was gonna bring that up too. Like I hate flip flops. I will not wear oh, flip flops no. uh-uh. anymore. Like I wear sandals, but the only time I wear sandals without socks is probably around my own house. Like um, that's really about it. But if I'm going out, like I'm covering up my feet. I don't want people to see that. Like I don't want to yeah. see theirs. I'm gonna do the same for them. I'm not gonna let them see mine. Not that they're exactly. nasty. They're not really that bad. But no, it's just something about feet, though. It's just I can't. You know, yeah. Nobody really likes them. I don't think. Oh man, but I do think it's okay to like be barefoot in your house. Okay to wear the sandals without socks in your house but yeah like i think when you're in public no matter how inconvenient that may be like i mean you're already saving a lot of time just slipping on the jandle mm-hmm. throw on a pair of socks yeah it's that simple clean socks too clean socks yeah they're a little stinky if you don't yeah um i really like the point you brought up though i didn't realize that i could use these as a weapon yeah that's 100 percent. <laughs> so people are attacking me 100%. i automatically have two more weapons yep than i had previous i mean i always oh, yeah. had it with me but i didn't realize the power yeah. that they held oh my so gosh cool. so all of you driving or riding the bus with jonathan downing on <laughs> any of his routes you better beware because it's <laughs> a weapon that he can use on the bus and not get oh yeah monday wednesday friday south campus from eleven thirty to 3 and <laughs> tuesday thursday from six forty-five to 10 on innovation Oh. So, be careful. You still drive an innovation. Yeah. Beware. The worst. The worst route. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. I drove that for two weeks at the beginning of the school year, and that's all I needed to drive that. I'll be fine before I'm at. Oh, man. What are you driving now, Cameron? So, I on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I actually start in the morning from 6.45 till about 9 o'clock. I drive the 8th East route. Oh. So, picking up all this kid at Oak Ridge. Yeah, um, the, the rich hente at, at Blue Square. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. <laughs> you know all the all those really cool people. And, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then later on that, that same those same days, I, uh, I drive Campus Loop from one thirty to two thirty. Campus Loop, I don't think would be that bad. That's well, I like red. It's my favorite route because mm-hmm. the scenery for the people. It's mm-hmm. Campus Loop. Campus Loop mm-hmm. is the coolest one. Yeah, yeah, I kind of feel the same way. And I drive Campus Loop for four hours on Tuesday, Thursday. You're right, like from ten to two. Oh, that's <laughs> a good time. And so. Yeah, like that's the time where everybody's going to classes. You get to talk to the most people. And that's what I really love about driving the bus is just being able to talk to people. Yeah. I mean, I get to drive a really big bus. That's also really fun. Like, I enjoy that. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, really just getting to know the people is really my favorite thing. Just because mm-hmm. you get to meet so many cool people that do so many different things. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've met people from Washington, from California, um, from some people from back east. I've met people who, you know, do video videography. I've met people who are on the, you know, do sports here at the school. Mm-hmm. So it's just really cool to be able to get to know different people, to be able to see what they do and, you know, where they're from. Kind of, you get to know them just a little bit and feel like you make a connection some way with them. 
Yeah. Well, I agree yeah. with you. There's a stone pass. Yeah. That's the only reason why I have this job. Yeah. <laughs> so well, I know people. <laughs> Honestly, that's why I started this podcast with you. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, and that is, like, one of the most fun things I think you can do. It's like, I don't know, it is out of this world. And even, like, you know, that 8th East bus, I mean... I, when I lived at Old Farm my freshman year, I lived in, like, B3, like, right on the corner. Mm -hmm. So I was close to, like, the stadium bus and then, like, the 8th East. So when it was really cold out, and I could, like, I mean, I didn't want to go away for the stadium one, and I saw the 8th East there, I would ride it, right? But that only happened, like, two or three times, because I remember the first time I got on it, I was like, I I don't belong on this one. (laughs) (laughs) Which is so weird, because it's, like, literally right next door to, like, Blue Square and Oak Ridge, Mm -hmm. but... Yeah, you know, you know the class lines. Yeah, <laughs> no, and it's weird to think that bus routes actually do that. That there's, it's almost yeah. like different demographics. It's crazy. <laughs> it really is. It's crazy. But there was this one time, like they were plowing the old farm parking lot, so we all had to go park at like that church down the road, just like past Oak Ridge, like mm-hmm. the Aztec building. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, so me and uh, Zach Smyer. We were running up to class with this other guy named, um, well, I don't want to say his name because you might get offended. So I won't say his name, but Trevor Silva. Uh, oh, I uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, we, um, <clears throat> we're running up to class. Like, Trevor had met us, like, in the parking lot or whatever. Like, he was there at the same time. And we're, huff- like, huffing it because we had a test in, like, our biology class that day that we had to get to. So we were trying our best to get there. We missed the 8th East bus. We're like, oh, crap. So like, we're, like, sprinting to the stadium. And Trevor's like, yeah, we're never going to make another 8th East bus. Like, we just got to go. As soon as he says that, I'm like, he takes off into the parking lot to, like, the point where he really couldn't turn back. And Smyre and I are just kind of, like, standing at the bus stop, like, weighing out our options. Another bus comes out <laughs> with 8th East written on it. And he goes, guys, I woke up late today. <laughs> just to get going. <laughs> Which I did I don't know if that's like a normal thing. Oh yeah. But <laughs> so Smyre and I got like our own ride on the eighth East Bus with no one else on it, and that was the one time I felt like I belonged. And it was actually like really fun. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, it was good. The guy oh, was super man. cool. <laughs> no, that definitely happened. Oh yeah. yeah. That definitely does happen. Almost oh, every Tuesday, Thursday for me, actually. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> man, does that happen to you too, Cameron? Oh yeah. Man, waking <laughs> yeah. up that early, especially when like you're out with friends the night before like that is the hardest <laughs> to get up oh man and even some nights that i get a full night's rest and like i <laughs> might even wake up a couple minutes before my alarm like it still is just so hard to get out and you're just like i really don't want to go drive a bus at this uh-huh. hour <laughs> and then at this hour and then you live far away yeah and then you all it's freezing it is oh, so man. cold and they won't let us park at the parking lot at the office <laughs> they have to make us park either buy a parking pass or park far away <laughs> so I park at the Aztec building, run across the road to the buses, into the office, and back out to the buses. And Dude, park on 1400. Goodness. We'll talk about this after. All right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get that going. So. <laughs> but anyway, I mean, you know, eventually luck always turns out. Like, I mean, like, you, um, you're late for the bus, you had bad luck, and uh, in other words, you know, eventually you're late, you're late for life. Mm-hmm. And you will, you will pass on someday. The luck will run out. And so for that, we, we feel like we know you well enough now that we could write you a pretty solid obituary. And so that's something that we're going to do right now. Heck yeah. Because <laughs> so we're going to tell you exactly how your life plays out. But first, John, what's coming up? We got some free ska music, so uh, enjoy your wait.
All right, Alice, did you did you enjoy your wait? I did. Oh, good. It was wonderful. <clears throat> Sorry, it was a little long, but uh, I, <laughs> yeah. I think you're, you're going to be excited about these. These are good. Okay. Yeah. At least we hope so. I mean, mine, honestly, it's it's a confusing one today. <laughs> <laughs> but I figured that it was suiting because that's how you described your life earlier, yeah, right? Yeah, it's the movie. is like a chicken. Right, yeah, <laughs> like a chicken without its head. <laughs> in so, shambles. Yes, in shambles. <laughs> and so um, with that, you know, like... You might laugh, you might cry, anything might happen here, but ultimately, like, you will leave with a, a feeling of confusion, I guarantee that. So, I will, I will go first, <clears throat> and it says, Cameron, a.k.a. Alice McCurdy, has passed away after an epic maverick run took a turn for the worst. It was late on a Friday night, and Cameron was just finishing up his 8th East bus route. Secretly, he was the owner of two Fortune 500 companies, but just couldn't get enough of talking to people, even if they were the spoiled brats that ride the 8th East route. But I digress. As he was finishing up, <laughs> the most beautiful girl named Alice Destiny hopped on and said, Cameron, baby, let's go on a Maverick run. <laughs> He, of course, obliged, and they headed out on a 30-minute ride of true love. As they got to the gas station, Chris Pine, of all people, was waiting there in his 2012 Honda Civic, just waiting for Cameron to come and challenge him to a race. Of course, Cameron did this, as he couldn't resist the Rice Rockets' fumes. <laughs> and then, <laughs> the race began. As, <laughs> as Cameron and Chris approached the starting line, Cameron in his bus, and Chris in the 2012 Civic. <laughs> the race was epic, and ended alongside Cameron's life, when he tried to jump the bus over the Civic. And his final words were, May your life be as confusing as my obituary. I love you, Alice. Amen. Amen. <laughs> yeah. Man, once you said Alice Destiny on the bus, I knew it was taking a turn for the worse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So don't trust it. If a girl gets on naming Alice, Alice, Alice Destiny. I just, can't no, do I it. gotta get off the bus right then yeah. and there, because I know Chris Pine's gonna show up and just yeah. <laughs> As, and you can't resist but to jump over that Civic. No. And the, fumes, the fumes got to you. That was yeah. the problem. Yeah, that was probably and, the problem. It did have a leak in the exhaust. Obviously. <laughs> yeah, I hope that was implied. There's always something wrong with that. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, uh, John, let's, let's see what you got. <laughs> All right. Cameron, you ready? I'm ready. <clears throat> Alice Cheese Curds McCurdy. Yep. Pr Prince of Grace, Idaho, died in the arms of his wife, Cameron. <laughs> Two weeks ago, on the 32nd of May, 2097. <laughs> Wanting to be like his favorite actor, Chris Pine... Alice stole a bus from Utah State University and named it Starship Enterprise. Okay. Upon hopping on 8th East, he was attacked by a group of Klingons, to toilet paper remnants, and was defenseless. <laughs> Looking around the bus, he spotted the epitome of Italian defense, his sandals. Reaching down to arm or foot himself, he grabbed his sandals to help combat the attack of the Klingons. As he was in the midst of defending himself, the Starship Enterprise veered to the left and ran itself off the road, leaving Alice in critical condition. He passed away. Chris oh Pine God. later heard about the occurrence and called a press conference, giving Alice the title of the center of, un of, the, center of the universe, saying, He defeated the Klingons, but they will never defeat him. 
Amen. Amen. <laughs> Amen to that one. Goodness. Well, I mean, both of them have something to do with stealing a bus. <laughs> yeah. So, and Chris Pine. And Chris Pine. And Chris Pine. <laughs> Try to watch out for that. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I really think, like John said, always keep those Jerusalem clu- cruisers with you. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, because you never know what they can be used. They're convenient one and mm-hmm. a weapon. And when you have a convenient weapon, you're always going to be safe. True. That's how, that's, yeah. Next to, <laughs> if Jim Carrey can be serious and people take me serious, <laughs> that's the thing that I always say. The second thing is what I just said barely that I always, already forgot. Uh, but <laughs> I, but I always say it. <laughs> yeah, but I always say it. And Kenzie can attest to that. Yes, she will. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but, Stardust, do you have any input? Awesome. All right. <laughs> that's, a, that's a stardust them, in case you're wondering. Okay. But <laughs> in any case there, uh, Cameron, you know, as Stardust just gave her final words, uh, we really want your final words of encouragement to our audience, meaning that uh, these can be words of encouragement or words of discouragement. It's just any words for encouragement's sake that you want to uh, give to our listening audience right now. So, Cameron, without further ado, please uh, share your wisdom. Oh, wow. Well... You know, after a couple sentences, that'll probably be the end of the show because there's not much wisdom to give. But um, no, I mean, but the biggest thing that I always think about um, is there's. I mean, you you always have to be conscious of what you can choose, but once you've chosen it, there's no going back, and so you just kind of have to move on from there. Um. So yeah, my biggest thing, I just. You know, I just take the past as it is, and you got to learn from it. You got to move forward because there's no way that relying on it is going to do you any good because you're not going to move forward at all. You're going to be stuck in one place. And so, you know, just be looking forward to the future because the past is what it is, and you can't change it. There's no way in changing it, and you just got to move forward. That's true. Eternal perspective. But really, <laughs> that's just crazy. Like he said, that's not going to be wise. That is like the wisest thing I think like anybody could actually say. <laughs> yeah. So. Because I mean, yeah. like honestly, those words could have been like a barber's razor, and I would have just gotten a buzz cut because that went right over. My head. <laughs> that was incredible. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> and and you were prophetic in that too because this is how we end the show. Yeah, it <laughs> is. Uh-huh. Those last two sentences and so. <laughs> Until next time, yo paso piedras, and together we are passing Thank you, Logan. <laughs> <laughs> I really hope this is recorded. <laughs>